While surveys are useful, I would much rather take bets on what people are doing, not what they say they would do or are doing. Brian Balfour. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the first thing we must all consider when launching a new business or a new product or service. You have the power to be the boss of your own life. I'm your host, Monica Allen. I'm a wife, mom, entrepreneur, best-selling author, lifelong learner, and your biz bestie. I have a love and passion for all things small business. Growing my own company from $700 to over seven figures annually, my goal is to bring you inspiration, business-focused topics and tips, encouragement, and a community that helps you launch, grow, and scale your business, whether you are a dreamer, a side hustler, or a seasoned entrepreneur. You are listening to the Become Your Own Boss podcast. I recently read an article about the stats of small businesses in 2022. The article stated that the number one reason businesses fail is there is no market need. On top of that, I started writing for the Cool Life community as one of their resident experts around starting a business. Initially, I planned on my first article being around all of the nuances and legalese of starting a business. You know, all of the regulations like the tax ID number, state registration, city registration when starting a business. But in writing that article, it made me take a step back and really ask myself, what is truly the first step to starting a business? And I surmise that the first step is to determine if you have a service or product that people will buy. If you don't have that, again, people who will buy from you, then whatever you're doing is simply a hobby and not a business. This is also known as market validation. Market validation defined is the process of determining if there's a need for your products in your target market. And validating your business idea can enable you to reasonably predict whether people will buy your product or service and whether your business will be profitable. I think in many cases, we fall into a business because we see a need that is missing in the marketplace. It could be software that helps you keep better track of what you eat. It could be clothing that fit curvy women. It could be a salon that specializes in curly hair. It could be a better water bottle. It could be a platform that normalizes aging. There are so many opportunities to build a business. However, you have to make sure that there are enough people in your community in your world that will buy your product or service so your business can truly be a business and a successful one on top of that. So how do we do this? I think there are three considerations or things you need to determine before starting your business. And to me, this is the first step to gaining that market validation, that market validation that you need to warrant you kicking off your business. And the first is determine your ideal customer or client. The second, determine where you can find them. And third, determine the best method to sell to them. Let's talk about the first one, determine your ideal customer or client. Knowing who your ideal customer is for your product or service is vital for the success of your business. You may be your ideal client. And if so, the key is to finding more of you or people like you. There's no one quite like you. You are unique. I started my first business 20 years ago this year. My then boyfriend, now husband, Ethan, and I both were in a fraternity and sorority. We thought that the gear that was provided to organizations members at the time was boring, 
and honestly, pretty poor quality. We set out to change the narrative and make unique quality Greek gear. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast a while, you already know this story, but that was our goal. Unique and quality Greek paraphernalia. We knew our ideal customers were college students who were members of fraternities and sororities. This was a very narrow niche for us, but it proved to be the perfect niche because we were not the only two people who were looking for better fraternity and sorority clothing. So depending on your product or service, your ideal client may be your neighbor, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, your kids, parents, members of a specific organization or niche group. The list goes on and on. A friend of mine owns a job placement company, but she specifically places people in tech jobs. So her ideal client is a company that needs engineers and techs to help build software. Elise, who I interviewed on the last episode from Elise Ryan Jewelry, initially found her ideal clients in the moms at her kid's school. They provided her with the market validation that she needed. This episode is brought to you by Zeus's Closet, where we're like a tattoo shop for your clothes. What really makes Zeus's Closet so unique is that there are no minimums. If you have a conference coming up and you just need one polo shirt, one button-down shirt, one jacket, you can get it done at Zeus's Closet. In addition, if you need it in a hurry, we can deliver as fast as same day or next day. So check out Zeus's Closet and support this episode's sponsor. Visit Zeus'sCloset.com or you can click the link in the show notes to check out the catalog and learn more. Second, you want to determine where you can find your ideal client. Where are your ideal clients or customers? Where, of course, does not have to mean a physical location. It can. However, depending on what you're selling, it may be online. So you have to ask yourself a few questions. Where do they frequent? Where can you find this customer or client of yours? Do they frequent the local farmer's market or local boutiques? Do they primarily shop online for what you sell? Can you post items on your social media account? Are they there? Are they at an industry trade show? Who are some of your competitors and where do they sell to their ideal customers? We knew our ideal customers were on college campuses, which meant they were all over the country. In addition, because some members are part of their organizations for their entire lives, this meant that they were also adults around the country in the workforce. We knew we had to market to them online via our website. So we set up a website and got several sales before we actually incorporated and applied for a tax ID number. In the early days, we would sponsor events and we'd go to local events to get our name out. For almost three years, our business grew organically, entirely via word of mouth. Zero dollars were spent on ads, but or at least on online ads. We may have bought ads in fraternity and sorority, ad books and things like that at the time, but no Google ads, none of that stuff. We did later incorporate though, the use of Facebook and Google ads, using landing pages to drive traffic to our website. The goal here is to figure out where your ideal customers are and actually make a few sales before you invest a lot of time, money and energy in setting up all of your legal paperwork, bank accounts, spending a lot of money on inventory, all of those things. I often tell our customers who come into the store who are launching clothing brands and they have a great idea. They want to purchase lots of shirts and jackets and all of these things. But I will often tell them, get one or two, 
put them online, see what your client or customer base is saying. Post it to your Instagram page, post it to your TikTok. See if that is where your ideal client is or wear the shirt, wear the sweatshirt, wherever you may be surrounded by your ideal customer and see what type of feedback you get before you spend a lot of money on inventory. And third, determine the best method to sell to them. Now that you know where to find your ideal customer, you need to determine the best way to sell to them and keep in contact with them. Let's say you make beautiful hand-drawn portraits and you want to turn this into a business. One method of selling these may be to team up with a local photographer and offer to do a couple of portraits for free so he or she can then showcase your work as an add-on to their service. You may want to take orders at local markets showcasing your work. In addition, you could, of course, request referrals from clients who have already used your services. You may decide to go into more of a niche like weddings and team up with a few wedding coordinators. The possibilities are truly endless, but you have to select what works best for you and the goals of your newly forming business. Again, the goal is to prove the plan. Prove to yourself that you have a business that can work. This may take only a few months or a year, but you want to actually make some sales. Get that market validation. I would like to encourage you, even if you don't currently have a business idea, to look around. Look around you and see what is something that drives you crazy. Is there something you're thinking would make your life easier if you just had this one thing or this one service? Perhaps you are the person to create that product or service. In some cases, your current customer will enlighten you on new products or services you can offer. When we initially started, we only sold custom jackets. That's it, just jackets. Now we sell custom t-shirts, sweatshirts, sweaters, blazers, and not only just to fraternity and sorority members, but we also now sell to the TV and movie industry, businesses, other organizations, and individuals who just want to have some cool and unique gear. I wanted to share the importance of market validation because one of my goals is to help those who start a business to not fail due to this reason of no market need. I truly believe we can avoid that reason for business failure. As I mentioned in the last episode, I will be hosting a class around starting your own business here in Atlanta in October. If you or someone you know is interested in joining me, go to my website, monicaallen.com, click on contact in the top menu and leave your information there and submit. I will be in touch. Thank you for listening today. Join me on Instagram and TikTok for continued daily tips and inspiration around starting and growing your business. Both handles are at Become Your Own Boss Podcast. Also, take a moment to rate, share, and leave a review for the podcast. Now is the time. Now is the time to level up, leave a legacy, and become your own boss. (laughs) 